Uh, this is Triple M's Homegrown right around the country, 49 stations and on the brand new Listener app. This is exciting. We absolutely love Scott Darlow. Catchy songs, great live, you know them. Deadly Heart, as we say, big congratulations. We're getting a brand new album. Mr. Scott Darlow is in the studio. I reckon you're one of my most interviewed people, Mr. Scotty D. How are you, mate? Mate, I am super grateful for you, Matthew O'Gorman. Yeah, thanks, mate. No one knows my full name. <laughs> it's, it's good to get that. Hey, uh, so we talked to you before you embarked on this huge tour around the country. I would jump on Instagram from time to time, mm. see the Instagram live. Talk us through this tour for people who might have come on one show, not known too much about it. You, you went back to the bones. Um... Yeah, so we, we bought a tour bus. It's a Ford Transit, nicknamed it KC after Kyle Chalmers because he carried his mates in the uh, Olympics in the relay. Nice. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, he died, yeah, yeah. died in the pool, they were seventh, and then he won it. He carried, yeah, those, nice. other, he carried those other three freeloaders. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know what? My my van, my bus. Was... So anyway, we drove around and um, started in Tassie for a week and then yeah, nice. and did shows in Bathurst and Albury and then across to Uluru. Did a killer show. Probably the best show of the tour was Uluru. Okay. Um up to Darwin, doing shows the whole way, playing in schools and jails and pubs, doing free entry front bar shows. Played Darwin, back down to Catherine and drove across to Broome, so through the Pilbara, which was incredible. Yeah. Played the Halls Creek pub. Um, And then from Broome. Tell us everything. Mate, five weeks down the West Coast from Broome all the way down to Albany and then across to Esperance, playing shows in places like, you know, Caratha and bloody uh, Exmouth and Geraldton and Broome and, oh gosh, there's so many of them. Perth, and um, I think we've done over 65 shows. Wow. Um, yeah. Esperance, as I said, and then and then drove. The boys left. By the time I hit Perth, I did solo gigs for a few weeks because they had day jobs to go back to. So I d- did solo gigs and drove the bus on my own from, like, Perth to Albany to Esperance across wow. the Nullarbor wow. to a town called Port Lincoln, if wow. you know Lincoln. Of course, of You've course. probably played there. Yeah, yeah, I haven't played there. It's on the bucket list, though. Yeah, Port Lincoln was fun, actually. It was a good show. And... um then up to Adelaide, played Adelaide and played uh, sort of up Manum, up near the near the Dungala, yeah, uh, which is the real word for the Murray River. And then um, across to Melbourne for a couple of days, saw my wife and kids, which was pretty sick. Yeah. And then Cairns, the last few weeks have been Cairns all the way down the coast. So Mate, like, let's yeah. talk about you being by yourself on the yep. road and doing tour. Mm. Obviously, a lot of time to think, a lot of time to kind of be by yourself mm. and kind of mm. take it in and do these solo shows. That must have been a pretty special part of the tour. No, and then it's just you, just uh, your guitar. Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of solo shows the last decade just playing in high schools every day. So, yeah. you know, it's sort of something that I'm pretty au okay with. But, um, oh, look, it, it, it was good and it was bad. It was, you know, it's a lot simpler when you're just setting up for a, an acoustic thing. But because um, we, we toured with a, a trailer and a PA, Maddie. So we had like. Oh, so you had the full, full setup. Mate, like we drove this one day, we drove from Catherine to Halls Creek. It was about a nine hour drive. And then as soon as we got there, we set up a oh. full PA with the oh. subs. Top boxes, yeah, uh, a digital desk in here because we've got it's all racked in, so we're in, in here fold back, um, you know. And that was actually one of the better. Sh- that was like a really good show that night in Horse Creek. It was crazy because we're sitting there going, "Oh, this is going to be filth." Like we've never played there before. It's always those ones, isn't it? And it yeah, was, exactly. it is, and it was packed. Like they were dragging more more tables out so more people could fit in. Nice. Um, and then you think about it, well, how many bands are actually going to go to Horse Creek? It's like an event, isn't it? Explain what that's like too. Like you know, yeah, it's it, it's cool. It's like you know. And actually, that show was sick because this young woman came up to me. She was about 23, 24. 
She goes, you spoke to my school when I was in year 10 in Perth. Wow. And she's, she's a white girl, but she goes, I'm now working in, um, in, as an advocate, she's an advocate for indigenous people in land, uh, land, you know, uh, native title. Wow. And she goes, that was based on that one day that you came wow. to school. So she, wow. she came to that show in Halls Creek just wow. to tell me that. Um, cause she was working out there in, 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 um, yeah, just, just incredible. Um, but yeah, it's good, man. They frothed on it and, you know, we, we had a good show. Um, but yeah, so it's, but, but also it was, it was pretty sad because, you know, I'm aware at that point, like I didn't see my family for nearly a month. Um, I've got three kids and, and a wife that I'm still pretty fond of. And, uh, I don't know how fond she is of me after four months on the road, but, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a rough, it, it's, it can be pretty lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a bit of time off now? No, I do not. Um, <laughs> got the album launch on Saturday night, obviously at the corner hotel. Yeah, and then, a big one. yeah, be a big one. And then, and then I'll get some schools next week, but then for all of November, I'm playing every prison in Victoria. Talk, uh, talk to us about that. Talk. Yeah. So look, we are the most incarcerated as Aboriginal men. We're the most incarcerated people on the planet and our children are, you know, I think I probably told you off air, but I played it two weeks ago. I played at, uh, Cleveland Youth Detention Centre, which is a maximum security prison in Townsville for children between 10 and 18. So 10-year-old kids in max security prison. 99 of those 101 kids were Indigenous that day. Now, we make up 3% of the population. And that prison's a catchment from Weeper at the very top of Queensland to all the way down in Rockhampton. So what you're telling me is that those Queensland authorities reckon there's only two non-Indigenous criminals in that whole area, which I don't buy. And, you know, in the same token, we've got little Aboriginal boys and girls who are doing three months jail on remand for shoplifting, yeah. where if a non-Indigenous kid fronts up, they're clearly getting, they're getting bailed. So there's a lot of issues. So anyway, the, the guys who organise the Treaty Day Out concerts, because the Victorian state government are going through the process of a treaty mm. at the moment, um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders are the only First Nations people on the planet where there's no treaty in place with the colonisers which is shameful. So South Australia and Victorian state government have gone, we're tired of waiting for the federal government to pull their finger out and do it, which they should. Mm. Um, so we'll just do it. Yeah. And it's happening here. So we've had a whole series of shows called Treaty Day Out, which people have come along to, and you probably saw I played one yeah, in July. With, I did too. With Yothi Yindi and Jess Mowboy and Dan Sultan um, and Thelma Plummer on the bill. It was an amazing night down mm. in Richmond. Um, but a lot, of our, a lot of our people are locked up. So we're going to every jail to do some Treaty Day in shows for them. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, which is going to be real good, you know. Um, so I'm doing, I think, 16 or 17 of those. Wow. And then late November, I'm going to go and do some shows in Shanghai for about a week, do some Chinese shows and because um, nice. they, they get a, they froth on it too. And um, and then I'll have a break. Yeah. Yeah, I'll hang out in Hong Kong for a couple of weeks with my family and just nice. eat, eat yum cha and go to Disneyland. Hang out. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be deadly. When you're playing at uh, you know prisons and things like that, obviously it's quite confronting. Like when you're there and you're playing, and do you get much of a chance to talk to you know the kids that are there as well? Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, and the, the crazy thing is, man, like especially with the juvenile prisons, ninety percent of those kids they're good kids. Yeah. Like when you get through when they when they when they get to uh, sober up or they get dry, because a lot of them are coming from generational trauma. Mm. Um, compounded generational trauma, which then manifests in, you know, in community with, you know, drug and alcohol issues and sexual abuse and violence. And this is not about making excuses, right? Mm. But the reality is if I get, if I get one more well-meaning white fellow come up to me and go, oh, the worst thing we did for your people was give them the alcohol because they can't handle it. I'll dead set spew up. My father, I don't know if I've told you this, Matty, but my dad, he died when he was 57 from alcoholism. Mm. 
Now, he had started, he was not Aboriginal, he'd started a PhD in social work, he'd done an education degree, he'd done his bachelor's and his master's in social work. He had run rehab centres. He had an IQ higher than anyone I've just about ever met. He was a genius, right? He worked for the Salvation Army. If you've ever been to Kmart, put a present on the tree at Christmas time for people that are struggling, he, that was his idea. They still do it. And he did a million things like that. He had some trauma take place as a kid and he never dealt with it. I guess he's too embarrassed or whatever. And we all know trauma, the more you kind of let it sit there, the bigger it builds. And the bigger it builds, the, the more it explodes. And mm. and he turned 40 and had a breakdown and he was dead by the 57 of alcoholism and, you know, and what we see in communities is there's generations of just of sadness and trauma that hasn't been processed or dealt with, and mm. um, you know, and and it manifests in alcohol and drug abuse and violence, and and it's not about making excuses, but we got to understand why these things happen because if we don't understand why they happen, we're not going to be able to deal yeah. with them in a healthy way, and and you know that's one of the reasons our, our jails are full of blackfellas. It's just because of the history of this country that's that's conspired to, yeah. So I just go in there and try to just encourage them, yeah. put a smile on their face, yeah. um, explain, you know, I haven't had the best journey. I went to seven different schools. I had, you know, it, it, it wasn't easy, but, mm. you know, luckily I met the right girl who kind of helped me figure, yeah. figure my shit out. And, um, But that, you know, that there, there are choices for us as Aboriginal people as yeah. well. Yeah. How powerful is it for you to have something like music where you can talk about these things and, you know, bring up these issues for people who, you know, aren't confronted with this necessarily day to day like myself. Like, you mm. know, I mean, like we, we kind of don't see it here in Melbourne. Mm. Um, it must be quite a special thing to be able to put this on people's radar and people understand it. Well, you wish you didn't have to. That's the first thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, it's, it, it's, it's good and it's bad. I mean, it's great when I meet somebody like you because you're an intelligent, traveled, thinking person. And so you, you hear these stories from... Yeah an empathetic perspective. The truth of it is, mate, like we, we released, when you follow us, do you remember when oh, I was back in 2016, I had a song, I've got a song I should say called Sorry. Yeah. Uh, singing language, it's a pretty heavy lyric. Yeah. And unbelievably, Triple M, you guys played it all over the country on yeah. high rotation back in 2000, 2016. Here's a snippet of it. Go. Is it weird hearing those early recordings? No. Your voice sounds different. Yeah, I've learned how to sing since <laughs> I've learned how to sing since I made that record. It's a I'll, I'll tell you the funny thing about that record in a minute, but you guys added it all over the country. Fitz, Fitzy, who just had more balls than Kino, just went, I'm going to play that song, you know, and um, bless him. And um, because he just added it. It didn't get pitched. Like usually for the listeners out there, when you when you put a song to radio, you've got yeah. a plugger, a radio plugger, he, yep. you know, your record label. It's a whole process. Yeah. That happened. Fitzy rang me and he goes, I've decided to add your song to the playlist, right? Out of nowhere. Yeah. was was crazy. Yeah. And so we weren't prepared. And the only video I had for it was we played it live at a prison in Bathurst, right? So if you go on my YouTube, you'll see yeah. this live from inside. Oh, right. And it's like, dude, there's pixelated faces, there's razor barbed wire. You'll see my bass player's face looks like he's about to suck a lemon because right before we went on, the governor of the principal of the jail comes up and says, listen, have you been informed on what to do if shit goes wrong? Yeah. And we're like, what? Yeah. He goes, look, they probably won't, but they might riot. <laughs> they probably won't, but if they do, you'll lay all your gear down and we'll get you out. 
And I'm like, mate, my Stratocaster is a 1979 <laughs> Antigua Green. I will not be laying it down. He goes, you'll lay it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the bass player looks freaked out. But it was really funny. But, you know, when we released that video, Maddie, and the song was getting played on Triple M, the amount of social media comments of, you know, if these people, they deserve to be there, um, just the, the hateful, mm. uneducated, yeah. uncaring, unempathetic, well, I've had a hard life too. I'm not in jail, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's not that simple, you know. Yeah, so it, it can be like getting to share these stories and getting to, to, to do it, it, it can be encouraging, but it also can be really discouraging and really heartbreaking because mm. you realise how many people in this country are not prepared to ask this, ask themselves a question, what if my journey had been a little bit different? Mm. And I guess that's all I'm asking. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, have you ever thought about how fortunate you are to yeah. be an Australian? Yeah, absolutely. Right? You didn't absolutely. choose it. You didn't earn it. You woke up and you live here because yeah. you won a birth lottery. Absolutely. You know, and we've got to have that sort of humility, I think, in respect to all of our lives. In You know, like I'm sitting here today, if I hadn't met the right girl, I'd probably yeah. be on a different journey. Exactly. You know, so so much of who we become is stuff that's out of our control in some ways. I think it's, uh, you know, I play a snippet from this a lot of the times when I'm coming off the back of uh, a song from you, you know, you being the last artist that MG signed yeah. to Mushroom as we celebrate 50 years yeah. of Mushroom in November. You've got an album coming out. Um, mm. It's a pretty, and the big gig that's happening as well, it's pretty special to kind of, you know, send off MG that way in some respects. Yeah, he was, he was a, well, he was a, a mate more than anything, really. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know. It's um, but yeah, it's 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 a nice little thing to put on your on your bio that he was the last I'm the last artist he ever signed personally. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, what a legend he was, eh? Absolutely. So, so talk to me about how are we going to celebrate the release of this album? Oh, look, you've cel- you've celebrated yeah. a lot of albums before, I'm sure. Yeah. Where, um, where are you going to be when the uh, the clock strikes midnight? What's well, tonight? It's out at midnight tonight. So, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'll probably be binging a little bit of uh. A little bit of always sunny in Philadelphia, perhaps. <laughs> How the times change as you get older, right? Oh, yeah, totally, totally. If I'm awake, if I'm awake, mate, it's 10, 10, 40, you're 10, 40 and it's all just like, what? Yeah. 10 years ago, you'd be doing something different. Um, yeah, I don't know, mate. I, I just think I'll just be, um, so, I don't know, just be having a feed. Well, the corner will be fun. The big <laughs> yeah, hometown show. the corner. Well, you know, it, yeah, it'll be fun. And I think there's a lot of family and friends coming, which will be really good. Great. Um, and I've actually roped, like, my band's changed a little bit for this one because I've actually roped my oldest musical friends into doing the show with me and my awesome. band. Awesome. awesome. So my mate Scotty, who I've known, like my first band, as a nice. teenage kid, we were in a band together, you know, and we've awesome. just kind of been mates ever since. And now his son actually plays drums in my daughter's band, um, ironically. But, yeah. you know, I've talked him out of his school teaching ways to um, <laughs> to do this, yeah. you know, and um, so that's going to be really sweet to just play with my mates. Awesome, Awesome, yeah. man. Well, good to see you. I know you're busy. I'm going to let you go and get some rest. Congratulations on the release of this album. Saturday's Thank you so going to be much. amazing. I look forward to you playing more shows uh, around the country. I know you're tired, but people aren't tired of seeing you live, man, and you spreading your message, and uh, it's great, man. Congratulations on this release. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate all the support you give me.